Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the third of our Wiz and Ashes daily podcast. I'm Yaz Rana and with me today is Mark Butcher. Rainman, we didn't see that much play today, but Australia took the initiative in that thrilling 20-minute spell between the two rain delays. Duckett and Crawley fell in the spaces, three deliver- deliveries under the gloomy skies. Uh, Mark, it's felt like a totally different game whenever there's been overhead assistance really for the team. It was yesterday morning and then this afternoon. And boy, did the Aussies make the best use of those conditions today. Yeah, they sure did. I mean, it's, it's what a he- one hell of a test match. Um, you know, so so many talking points. So many of the talking points that were that were right to the forefront in the lead up to it have all kind of uh, reared their heads during the course of the three days. And as we stand at the moment, I, I hesitate to say who I think is in front because um, clearly batting last is going to be uh, is going to be a challenge. Um, however, if England don't have their 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 main spin bowler. Um, whose finger looks an absolute dog's dinner, um, by the way. I mean, I, I wonder. I wonder if not bowling any <laughs> bowling any deliveries with a Duke ball for two years uh, and not bowling any more than two overs a, a game once every fortnight uh, might have something to do with that. Um, you know, that, that looks like it's going to be a major, major problem. Fingers crossed it's OK because he uh, bowled some magnificent deliveries in that, uh, in that first innings. Um, but, you know, the, the risk was always there that somebody who wasn't particularly match ready for test match cricket um, might find a problem and it's a problem he's had before as well so uh, mm. look it's, it's at the moment Australia Australia will be hoping to themselves if they can keep England's lead to somewhere around 200 that would be they'd, they'd be comfortable with that all being well with Moeen Ali if Moeen Ali is unable to bowl then you know then, then you can stretch that up to 250 300 perhaps um, but mm. we're a long way off that yet because uh, this test match has just had everything so far yeah it's amazing how well balanced the game is considering the contrasting styles of play. I mean, um, I thought this morning was like a really good encapsulation of of what England, what makes England so hard to beat under Stokes on such a flat wicket. Um, Kawaja well set, Kerry well set. They still created chances. Um, I think it was 24 for three in the 14 overs after Moeen was removed from the attack. There's some especially funky fields. Six guys catching close in front of Square to Kawaja and there's enough to get him out of his comfort zone. He, he, he fell trying to I guess try to squeeze Robinson through point where there was a massive vacant gap there. Um, and I thought if you gave England yesterday, I said yesterday that if you gave England uh, at the start of the day, you were going to create nine chances today. They'd have taken it. They created 15 chances pretty much across 
um, four sessions out there in the field. And given what the pitch has been like, that's actually some achievement without a uh, point of difference in Mark Wood and, and with a spinner, as you say, who's, who's not played much in the last couple of years. No, I mean, it's incredible. The, the sort of that, the attitude of, of just trying to create chances, no matter, no matter the cost. Um, and, and just how, and just how discombobulating that can be for, for batters who are used to playing the game in a completely different way at a completely different rhythm um, is, is just a wonderful to behold. And that's not something we should be surprised about. Um, you know, you, you mentioned the 15 chances. So Johnny Bairstow catches an absolute blinder to get rid of Manus Labuschagne and then, and then bins, bins three much more straightforward ones later on. So there's another talking point that comes back to us again. Um, and, and of course, you know, the, the, other, the other point of difference, I suppose, is you've got one team who are, gonna, who are making their runs at a much more normal rate, albeit it was still relatively rapid, wasn't it? It was around about four and over for most of the day on, on day two. Um, but they're, keep, they're keeping England out on the field for much, much longer. They're playing, you know, using up more, more energy in their opposition in trying to take those wickets. Um, whereas England, you know, for me, we haven't spoken since the sort of like the direct declaration on day one. I was, I was absolutely flabbergasted by that. I mean, I, great theatre and all the rest of it. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But, you know, how much would England have liked another 50 runs on, on top of their target as of, as of now, as of right at this minute? Um, you know, I just kind of playing fast and loose with, 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 with totals in the first innings when uh, when time is very much on your side, you know, in, in test matches. I understand it in games where you're trying to put, put time back in. But at that point, day one of a test match, wow, what, is this, what a decision that is. And that could yet come back to bite England on the backside um, at some point over the next couple of days. So, look, it, all kinds of talking points being thrown up by the two different approaches um, and by, by decisions in selection from England. Um, that have, that were taken way way before the match just started, and all of that just makes it even more watchable, doesn't it? It's kind of you know every, every single everywhere you look, there's a little plot twist, um, there's a little storyline that's being created, and on, on on top of that, you've you've seen absolutely wonderful cricket. One of the reasons why you know why baseball um, is so compelling is that England have been able to make these chances, as you quite rightly say. The other side of it is is how what makes Australia such a great cricket team. Is because it doesn't matter. They they will not lie down and let you rub their tummies, uh, you know, as some other teams might have done in a similar situation. So to haul themselves up to to a point where they were almost parity, Kawaja's innings was sensational. Carey got stuck in. Um, you know, the tail wagged a little bit yesterday. Uh, you know, just shows you what, what a battle that we are in for with these two competing philosophies. Just on the competing philosophies, what what have you made of Australia's? Um... Speed in which they've they've dropped people back. They started the inning today with three men on the on the boundary rope. Fifteenth ball of the Test match, they had more men on the boundary than they had in the slip cordon. Um, there's been some criticism from former Aussie players, but at the same time, an Australian would probably say they're trying to be proactive. Um, England are trying to do something, and other teams are kind of let England just do what England want to do. And this has had some kind of effect. Duckett's been out, kind of wafting at wide-ish deliveries. It's not it's not high risk, but the reward's not that much when you've got a guy on the fence. So what, what have you what have you made of that from, from no, in Australia? I, I've I've enjoyed it actually because I I think look again again you're playing you're playing the team in front of you. You're not playing a game of ego. Um, you know I, I suggest I've suggested in, in in times past in the lead up that, that Australia could get sucked into sort of like a battle of of a, sort of a slugfest. You know 
mine's bigger than yours type thing. They've actually done the opposite. They've, they've used the sort of Bruce Lee philosophy of using using the, the energy of your opponent to your advantage. Um, and if you don't play that game and if you do set the fields back and if you do slow the run scoring down, albeit, you know, not by but not by a massive amount, but you do cut off those boundaries. Um, then, then you're actually doing something that is proactive. It might not be. It might not be the Australian way. You know, it certainly wasn't the way that, that they used to do it. But against an opponent that is that is being so blatant about the way that they're going to come up, go about their batting, why would you just allow them to do that? Mm. You know, so I, so I don't mind it. I think it, you know, it's again, it's 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 a competition between you know a team that is laying all their cards out on the table with the bat anyway. England with the ball, no, but with the bat. Um, and the opposition just going, okay, well, you you do that, you do you, and we'll we're going to make it as difficult for you to score as fast as that, and we'll see what happens, you know, over the course of the the test series with us trying that out. And of course, you know, once Australia then found breakthroughs, they went back on the attack, and then they sat back again. They played a bit of rope a dope um, with England with the bat, and I, and I think that's the right way to go against an opposition that is just going to keep coming, ball after ball, over after over. Yeah, I mean, the interesting. Interesting, you said talk about Duckett there because he's he's got out in in both innings in ways that I I would have predicted him doing so. Um, you know, in his Test match career so far, the the issue for him, the, the whole thing about him not leaving any balls, everyone's oh, isn't that amazing? I was thinking, eh, that's not, you know, you you have, you have to leave a few in Test matches, particularly against bowlers that get the ball to bounce. Um, and he has that, and I think I might have said this in one of the pods before. He has a sort of not not quite cut, not quite back foot, straight batted back foot force shot that he plays a lot, um, and that's a that's a really dangerous shot to play against high quality pace bowling because you know only has to bounce a tiny bit, leave you a tiny bit, and you're in big big trouble um, mm-hmm. in the cordon, and that's and that's how he's played out in two games. Now he he will he will probably look back at that and and try and straighten that out, but that is that's his nature. That's a real natural thing for him to do. So. Um, for him to kind of to, to to go away from that is going to take something out of his game, but it might make him stick around for longer. Um, you you mentioned the the best so drop catch today, three missed chances from him. Uh, obviously, there was that very good catch of Lavashane yesterday. One thing I thought today um, was I just get the impression that Stokes just clearly doesn't put a lot on the quality of a keeper. Just going back to that Pakistan tour, when folks was available for that second test match, he was very happy to give Pope the gloves again. And with Bairstow, he was a very good keeper for England quite a long time ago now, but he's not done it very much in the last few years. And at a very basic level, he's just a, he's just a different shape to, to what he was uh, three or four years ago. England can't have known, really, the, the state of Bairstow's glove work right now going into this series. Um, which I find a bit of a contradiction when they talk about the the, the importance of, of doing everything you can to take 20 wickets. If, if on a flat pitch like that, it's difficult to create chances. And if your keeper's taking 60 rather than 80% of chances, that's going to be, that, that's going to hurt you at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but that's all baked into the, the, the decision that they made a long time back. Um, that's how they want to go about it. I mean, my, my issue with the whole thing was more, what it would potentially do to, to Johnny Bairstow's run run making prowess at number five, um, you know the, the fact that the fact that he is not perhaps in the, in the, the greatest form of fitness um, to to keep wicket after that terrible broken leg in in five Test matches in six weeks is also of course it's a huge concern. It's exactly the same concerns I had with bringing Moeen Ali out of retirement, and we're and we're looking at we're seeing how that's working out for us at the moment. Um, but you know. All, all of these things are kind of these decisions are kind of baked in to a, to a philosophy that says we, we will go out there with with our most attacking most 
um, you know, pugnacious lineup. And if there are a few mistakes along the way, so be it. We'll, we'll make enough chances or we'll score enough runs to cover up for the errors elsewhere. Um, you know, and, and I'm kind of, whilst it's difficult, I'm not excusing, I'm not making excuses for it because I don't need to. What I'm saying is, is that with things like that, you can say, okay, well, with this, this aggressive brand of cricket, those types of things are baked in. You're going to get misses like that. You're going to get errors like that. But the things that you don't, that you don't, you shouldn't just throw your hands in the air and say, oh, well, that's just, you know, that's just us being on the front foot is declaring your first thing close when you've got a bloke on 120 playing like God and there are runs to be made in, in, in a test match where the pitch is going to deteriorate. That to me is nuts. Um, and, and the other the other thing to me is is selecting somebody that, that might not be able to get to, to last the course. It's like expecting a guy to, it's, it's like picking, deciding that you're going to, run marathons right i'm going to run a marathon next week and all i've done in training for the for the last for the last month is a, is a couple of 50 yard dashes you know and and then and wondering how that's going to go you know the, the chances are that isn't going to end particularly well for you um and so you know whilst whilst on the one hand again i, I say it again we all said that we hoped it worked i said i wouldn't have done it um i'm still in that camp hmm. Um, we've got a lot to look forward to tomorrow the weather forecast is much better than it was today um, there is a bit of rain forecast for day 5 so we actually might get our first draw of the Ben Stokes era um, but loads to look forward to but cheers for your time and we'll be back tomorrow same time Podcast Network.